gentlemen, welcome to issue 201 of the Bad Kid Fucky Podcast. <laughs> Tonight, we're going to be talking about Joaquin Phoenix and Todd Phillips' directed movie, Joker. No relation to the actual Joker. All right, guys, tonight, on this cast, ooh, we got this beautiful cast. Look at all these beautiful bearded men we got here. If everyone's watching on Twitch.tv, it's Bad Kid Funky, we got... Booster Greg. Welcome everyone to the best damn podcast this side of the Mississippi and this side of the Atlantic and Pacific Ocean. And you know, there's one in Antarctica that's a little better, but that's fine. I want to go ahead and just take a moment to thank everyone for the great turnout for issue number 200 that we live broadcast here. Oof. Twitch.tv forward slash Bad Kitty Funky. Yeah. Uh, we do this for you. We do it for fun. We do it on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Joining us also on this cast today, we've got Dave, the Bearded Menace. Have you ever danced with Devil in the Pale Moonlight? Yeah. Once. Followed up, we got Dot Chris. Uh, I actually like to dance with the Devil in the broad daylight because I don't hide my demons. Daywalker. <laughs> I take, yeah, I, I take them out to a nice brunch. Mm, beautiful little daywalker there. We got Jay Smack. Hi, Sergio. Glad to be here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to tell you though that you're an awful man and i know you guys only invited me to be here to make fun of me so <laughs> who's this guy again i love it. it's very topical it's very topical he's doing the movie guys doing a bit it's a movie guys it's a movie what movie <laughs> joining as always the fantastic and wonderful tv's casey hello patsy welcome to the joker cast it's actually pretty good Wow, that was, that was terrible. I've, I've admittedly had a lot of practice trying to mimic all fronts of Mark Hamill's life. <laughs> very good, very good. Uh, it all life. goes so well with your voice recording next to all the hair follicles you collected to make the little voodoo doll. It's mm. great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. To the Hamill cave. The Hamill cave. And I'm your host, the Bad Katie Funko. Welcome, everyone, to the best damn podcast in the entire world tonight, Joker Movie Review. So, for those who haven't seen it yet, hopefully you have, this is spoiler heavy. We're going to get right into it. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Go watch the movie, then come back to us. If you've seen the movie, keep listening, keep mm-hmm. watching. Thank you, everyone. So, the Joker, uh, as Todd Phillips was describing it, uh, has nothing to do with the rest of the DC cinematic universe, whatever the hell they were calling it. Nothing to tie with the other Batmans or Harley the Queen, something like that. It's basically a character study on a guy who eventually becomes the Joker, a guy that could be the Joker. All right. It takes a dark and disturbing look into mental illness in society. Uh, there's themes we of rich live and poor. In a society. Yeah. It's uh it was it was pretty deep. So, gentlemen, everyone is wondering if this movie uh, is is any good? They've heard things about it being too serious. They've heard heard about it being too slow. Um, I personally like the pacing, but uh, what did we make of the movie? Then we'll go uh, into more more detail. Best way I can describe it to people is: um, Do you guys remember the movie Falling Down with Michael Douglas that came out? Yes, early nineties. Yes. It was yes. very similar to that. To like mm-hmm. a lot of degrees, we just it's a normal guy, and to some extent, just literally going down this horrible tunnel. Um, and it's cool. what's cool about the production and how it does is you forget mm-hmm. it's a comic book movie. Like, almost almost immediately forget you're watching a comic book movie. At least I did, watching it. Yeah, it's because it wasn't really designed as a comic book movie. Like you said, Dave, it's, it is very similar to Falling Down, where Michael Douglas is just being battered by society. Same with, you know, Joaquin Phoenix. And I, I honestly thought that this is like, I rolled my eyes when I first heard this movie's coming out. And I was like, yeah. Another Joker movie, sick. All right, cool. Can't wait for this to fucking shit itself. Uh, you know, 
and I saw it in the theater and like I had everybody's expectation of, or I've heard of everybody's expectation of it's like super dark and it put me in a really weird mood. And you know, this, this made me feel really like weird about myself and I watched it. I fucking enjoyed it. It yeah. was, it was a good movie. I, I was so happy. I went and saw it. I saw it at like 10 30 in the morning, by the way, on a Saturday, which is the <laughs> best time to be laughing. Yeah. Um, uh. I saw so this isn't this movie, but I saw two movies that week because I was on vacation. Mm. Uh, one of them I saw at the local shithole. I'm not gonna say what movie it was because it was a bad movie. And I don't want to give it any press. But I went to the <laughs> also local we don't want to name drop the local rent. Shithole? It wasn't. No. <laughs> but anyways, um, I went there at like one o'clock on a Tuesday, and there's a line of old people out the door, and I was just like, "What are they seeing right oh. now?" Fun fact: Downton Abbey movie came out that week. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Speaking of which, I gotta go see the Downton Abbey movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> But yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, funny. you have to have an AARP card to go see that movie, Chris. <laughs> Dude, I love Downton Abbey. Who says he doesn't have one? Ooh, I got one. It's like a fake ID, but like a really yeah, sad fake so, ID. It's a loner. So you know what? Like, Chris funny Norton Senior. Funny enough, like, I went to go see mine like at a matinee showing also. Um, but the crazy part about when I saw it was same thing. There's a bunch of senior citizens in my theater. Yeah. But what they said about it, I found interesting, was they reminded them. It reminded them more of Taxi Driver. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah. thought that was yeah. really cool. It's like, huh. They but it, they still enjoyed it. Like it was It's kind very of obvious that the movie takes a lot of like tones and a lot of influence from like Scorsese films and I think that's the whole big um controversy going on with what Scorsese said and how he just like panned Marvel movies and said they weren't yeah. cinema and stuff like that. They're a theme park. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Instead of actual yeah. cinema. And then I love how Kevin Smith was like, "Well, you made a superhero movie there, pal. Technically, Jesus Christ, is a superhero. And that was that was the the movie he considered retiring on. Yeah. Yeah. That was like his wow. last like his plan to to go out with a bang before he went on to do documentaries. Obviously that didn't happen. Right. Well that was but, a big thing too where like James Gunn referenced that movie too because like I I didn't see that movie, but I heard it it didn't get well received. And James Gunn was like, damn man, like you're panning my work and I like stood up for you after that pile. Yes, and they also asked Robert Downey Jr. about it, and he was basically like, he's entitled to, to yeah. his opinion. You know, he's he's one of these filmmakers who, you know, he's been around for a while. He makes great pieces, and he can say whatever yeah. he wants, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, but they're trying to, like, like, get him, like, yeah, but what do you really think? And he's just like, uh, oh, yeah, I think he was on He's on, just on like, Howard I'm not Stern. Iron Man anymore. I don't know. Yeah, he's just like, I'm oh, yeah, it was, it was Howard Stern. Howard Stern's like, come on, man, what do you think? And he's just like, dude, he could say what he's Martin Scorsese. Yeah. I yeah. think he's, he's, he's like, what I think is I think he's Scorsese. And I was like, yeah. that's a brilliant yeah. answer from our Iron Man. But yep. uh, but speaking of uh, you know heroes and stuff like that, like this this movie I thought was really good. Uh, the, yeah. the pacing yeah. it's a very slow burn. So for anyone watching it thinking it's going to be like a typical DC movie, because I guess some people didn't get the memo that it's not one of the like cinematic DC Batman vs Superman Man of right, Steel right, type right, movies. Right. And well, it, as far as you know, I mean the timing could sort of work out. Well, no, to Todd Phillips literally said it's not. Yeah, like oh. so that's the thing. Yeah. It's like it, it's its own thing, but in my mind as I'm watching it, I can piece it together and it actually made oh, me absolutely. like it yeah. made mm-hmm. me like Jared Leto Joker a little bit better because this film exists. Yikes. Wait, <laughs> really? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, what? Let's go ahead and unpack it. Unpack it. You mean worse. What are you talking about? I don't know if I can unpack this. I didn't say I liked his Joker. I like it, like it a little better. I went from but like a why? seething hate to just like a normal hate. So let's okay. just put that out there. But for me, if Joaquin Phoenix Joker exists in the DCEU, that mm. means that Jared Leto Joker is not the Joker and not the first Joker, which ah. lends credence to 
the uh, theory that he's actually Jason Todd after he got the shit beat out of him. Let it is, go, which man. Which is taking a hit, <laughs> which is why I like this so much, oh, which okay. is why taking out of um, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, taking a page out of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I gotcha. And it also kind of turns the Joker into a legacy character. And it takes, and this is in the comics too, where there's like many Jokers. It's not just one. There's, there's three yeah, yeah. of them, apparently. Right. Mm-hmm. And they still haven't explored that. Yeah. It's been four years, guys. Get it together. So, like, for me, <laughs> Jared Leto Joker was not great and not good in any stretch of the And not necessary. You might say he's but the worst he's Joker just, of all time. If he's just a small chapter in the moniker of this title, then like, they're not all going to be winners. So, like, cool. Mm-hmm. I buy it a little bit more. I like it a little bit more. Um, you hate it less. I hate <laughs> it less, yes. That's, yeah, that's, that's a better words. way to put it. Thank you. Yes. The thing that I hate, I hate most about the Jared, Le- <laughs> Jared Leto Joker, and we'll, we'll, we'll drop it, is... um. I love like his ha his ha 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 tattoo, and I really want to get it, but because he hey, had I it, I can't that. fucking have it. Oh, that's so I was bad. at a bar literally last night with a guy who had that tattoo up his neck. No, and I turned, did he get bottled? And did he have I a thirty seconds to, to Mars to tattoo somewhere else? And I'm like, does that guy really have the Jared Leto Joker tattoo? And she's D- like, did yeah. he also have damage on his forehead? Yeah, right. so no. He didn't. Dude, there was a, there there was there was a mother and son at New York Comic Con, and like her son was probably like he's probably like ten. Yeah. Nine, something like that. And like it was a Jared Leto Joker, and she was also the Jared Leto Joker. I'm like, wait, what? Why are you That's both weird. Jared Leto Joker? And she did the I whole thing it. where she you can see where she took like a like a mascara pencil and wrote mm. like damage and did all the tattoos uh, and stuff like that. I mean, uh, it looked it looked really good if she was going for Jared Leto Joker, like the little kid. I was like, Oh, look, look at him. But also, why would you dress your son like that? With yeah, the you whole dress your son like Harley Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it that works too, for it, 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 it could work, but it's just like, man, wow, that's again, to me that's terrible parenting. Also, yeah. terrible parenting. Uh, there were kids in my movie theater brought yes. by their parents. Oh my this, God. this is not yes. for yours too. This is not that. a kids no. movie. Everyone out there, this is not a kids movie, and I don't know how parents keep like the, I, I I don't get it. Like uh, the movie It, there were kids. In this movie, yeah. there were children. And this well, was not a kids movie by any stretch of the imagination. And I don't think parents today do enough research that, or they just don't care and they want to go out well, and see he, it. And they ain't no with, with rated R comic book movies, I'm gonna reference Deadpool in this one because mm-hmm. Deadpool, while it is no way, shape, or form a child's movie or children's mm-hmm. movie. Yep. It can still be entertaining to a kid. Right? Like they can there's the action, there's the funny jokes, even though they're not gonna get all that. Joker I feel like a kid would just be bored in it. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's a good movie, but it's like it's it is very like it's yeah. a slow burn. It's like you have to pay attention. Like mm. like would you take your kid to go this see is a drama him. yeah it's yeah, an it's drama. Drama. I, Absolutely. try ex- try explaining to your child the economic disparity between the clownish poor and the bourgeoisie of gotham city so <laughs> also the thing i remember is the other thing we got to remember is we're not like okay i'm not disputing bad parenting but you also got to think about the temperament of that kid themselves they probably no. would enjoy it, a fucking movie like this for all you know like so, i knew i mean my dad took me to see goodfellas when it came out and i was like five and i thought it was great you know, like I didn't fall asleep on it at all. But then again, I had a different temperament than another five-year-old my age. Well, you know, well, well my thing is not if the kid enjoys it or not, or if it's going to be a good movie. I mean, I saw Bad Boys when I was young, but my parents like screened the movie first and was like, all right, like we, we, we can like rent this movie. And then like fast forward through like so some of the stuff, which is exactly <laughs> what they did because they knew Sergi- it's not like a kid's movie. You know what I mean? Right. Y- young um, Sergio. Ha ha, Martin Lawrence got shot in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was part two. Don't meet the first one. Oh, was it? Yeah, Damn remember I'm I'm older, Casey. <laughs> I'm an older gentleman. <laughs> I forgot. So yeah, I like but, that we uh, I like that we use the word temperament uh <laughs> there because I do think I so I watched this movie, I 
I have very mixed feelings about this movie um, yeah. because I 100% think like I I think it's a dangerous movie to be perfectly honest the way that yes. things are portrayed um, yeah. that if yes. you're going in with not the right temperament that it could absolutely be taken the yeah. wrong way. That I think there's an edit of this movie that can fix those problems um, but I don't think that's what we saw on so, the screen. So uh, to some extent you, you really feel for those people who are like this you know, made in an era where school shootings are the worst they've ever been. 100%. Um, yeah. Because... Oh, my God. I can't believe people... Ah, I, I hate it. Go people into it. People were calling me out on on saying something like that. And I'm like, you don't understand. I walked out of this movie, and I remember distinctly the scene where... And, and this is where it completely hit me. Like, there's so many, like, beats that are like, oh, this is like a, you know, a, a school shooter's, like, wet dream. When the the little person that he used to work with walks yep. out of the apartment mm-hmm. and he's like, he's like, you're one of the good ones. I'll, I'll let you go. I love yeah. that. Yeah. You were not, you were the only one who mm. was ever nice to me. I'm yeah. like, fuck this. Man. So it was, I rough. love that part. What do you mean? What do you mean? Fuck this. That, that, that was great because he no, was generally that, nice to him. That's, but that's the, the school shooter mentality. So I, I, I saw that. What? No, you you're, dis- you're definitely you ascribing, that. you're ascribing something to it. That's not, there, no, I'm not. Which There's is what a lot of people are doing to this movie. There's literally like the real life thing. Uh, part of the Columbine shootings where they saw this kid who, who was like, dude, walk away from the school. You'll thank me later because you're nice to me. That's an actual thing that happened in an actual, like, the maybe the most famous school shooting I mean, if you want to go into Columbine, the other, the other thing is, like, the whole media of them saying they're loners. They're actually normal, well-liked kids. Yeah, but but it's mm-hmm. it's the connotation so, so the of whole, that So line. the whole thing about there was, like, one kid, they were just like, oh, like, go ahead and walk away. Like, they were... They were well-liked, normal kids. There have been documentaries done years after with people who knew them and were saying, no, they were actually like normal and well-liked. They okay, weren't we loners. Don't, we there don't wasn't, there, there get... wasn't like some kid like, hey, you were the one kid who liked me. Yeah. Like, don't come to school. No, but that's, but that's just, what just, that's narrative. meant. It's clear that that's what that's meant to echo. I so, disagree. I, I don't disagree. know. You're, you're I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, so I don't get that. I don't. I, well, I yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I don't necessarily know if it was intentional, and that's not yeah. that's not the reason why. So okay. one of the big things that I have about this movie is it's absolutely a character study, which means it follows this one person, and literally every single scene revolves around the Joker. There's right. nothing yeah. without him. There's nothing without him. So my problem with what we see here is there... I think of the show, the TV show Legion, which also addresses someone that is kind of... is, is struggling... And there are moments where you see you see different perspectives. You see his perspective, and you see another perspective, and it offsets what you see. You go, okay, this is what this is what how he perceived it, but this awful thing is actually happening. And I don't think we saw enough of that, and we didn't focus a lot on that piece. So there clearly were undertones, and I think that there were probably like there are probably a lot of scenes seeing more of the political climate of. Um, of the riots and things that are going off and the tension that's building. But because the movie didn't focus on that, it was, we didn't see the negative. We didn't see the negative repercussions of enough of the, the negative repercussions of the violence that we actually saw on the screen. So basically the horrible things that happen in this movie become justified because we don't actually see the other side of how did this actually affect people. That's, I, don't, I don't get that. Now, I, didn't also, even I, I get what he's saying because that's something I, 
I was thinking Jason as also the movie looks was confused. going on. Yeah. Like, I, so, I literally... No. Casey's, like, Googling up a storm over there. Yeah, well, what uh, I'm saying uh, is that because I'm the entire processing. thing is seen from his perspective, yes. yeah, the 99% of the scene from perspective, we're left feeling that what he did was okay because we're not seeing the other perspective, oh, which is, yeah. this is horrible. There's, there's nothing, so. there's it's, nothing yeah. objective about it. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the unreliable narrator, right. like, which, which right. is also a theme of this movie, which is like, what's real and what's not? And there are certain things right. which weren't real and there's certain things that are, and you're left with this whole thing of like, what really happened in the movie? I don't, I don't think it's a justification because he's an unreliable narrator. Well, for, for me, I know we weren't going to jump ahead, but the very end Go negates all of that for me. The very yeah, end. and this is okay. the last scene that you see is why like I left the movie I think feeling a lot better about it because mm-hmm. it's classic Joker. It is, it's Absolutely. classic. So yeah. um, I'm referring to the scene where he, he gets caught and he's having an evaluation from a psychiatrist or psychologist or whatever, and he's just kind of like messing with her a little bit, and then mm-hmm. the next scene is he's walking down this down the hallway. Like almost free, doing his little Joker dance, and he has a trail of bloody footprints following him. Yeah, yeah. And that to me, I think, and then he does this yeah. comedic like running down the hallway, running back and forth, and like then finally, like you know, the orderlies get him. But that is classic Joker to me, and that's why, like, for me, this is probably one of the better live action adaptations of the Joker. So. That wow, brings I me. Really, couldn't disagree more. Yeah, I would say we, I would. Well, really? Can, would say, yeah. Who'd you say is is the best? I, I've been hold on. Live I've been action. kind of saving this hot take. I might Hit be it. the only person here tonight who didn't enjoy this movie at all. Wow, In really? Fact, at all? I Talk would, about it. Go I would. It. So I should definitely preface it by saying Joaquin Phoenix's portrayal is brilliant. Yeah. In mm. every conceivable way, he puts literally all of his energy into this role he's a very believable person who has a mental and really with the laughing a physical ailment Mm -hmm. yeah Um, Yeah. just the way that it's all characterized the way that he's hunched over like getting ready for work and stuff like that like it's 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 truly a master class in acting it's incredible to watch he he actually uh like he he studied people who who suffer from from that, that ailment yeah yeah. yeah, no, no doubt. And and even De Niro, who in his basically twilight years of acting, mm. um, has who has every reason to phone it in on yeah. this, doesn't either. Oh, he was great. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. which yeah. I also yeah. think. I mean, he, he basically played himself yelling at Trump. Is right. What, is what I got out of it. <laughs> yep. But here's the thing. And I loved every second so, of it. Yeah. So, so Dave already brought up that this movie draws a lot on Taxi Driver. And I know in a previous show, at least when the hype for this was rolling around and we were talking about the trailers very briefly, I'm pretty sure it was Chris who brought up Scorsese's King of Comedy. It wasn't yeah. me, but it, it, it also it draws from oh, that too, was it you? That's also De, uh, De Niro, though, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I had not seen that movie before um, until recently. I oh, had wow. seen Taxi Driver, of course, but mm. uh, I had never watched King of Comedy. I watched it before I watched Joker, and it gave me a completely maybe skewed perspective on this film because I love that movie, mm. and Joker fails to deliver in compared to both of the films from which it takes its inspiration hmm. it is not as good hmm. as either of the films it tries to be yeah but this is its own movie even even though it does borrow from it it's its own movie i mean i mean i mean i mean like i mean th- th- that's like saying the movies that tarantino borrows from it's like it's like oh like uh you know kill bill's good but it's no seven samurai so no. anyway, i think the issue with this movie <laughs> the big underlying issue with this movie is and yeah i kind of thought when i was watching it is the jokers in it 
Let's say if we take the Joker completely out. Let's say it's still Joaquin Phoenix doing what he does he in this movie. movie. You're right. Yeah, yeah. and he's yeah. not become the Joker. It's still yeah. the same movie. People are making yeah. us think about it because it's it's I a know. DC movie. It's a it's the Joker. Right. That's why it's a big issue. I like agree. I right. bet you, this movie came out and you talked about Dave. It's falling down. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's a new but, telling yeah. of it, but that's what it is. I think yeah. that's why people are making such a big stink about this. Like even still, like a lot of stuff he does in this if you if you still like if you forget it's a comic book movie is very Joker-esque. The way he dances, especially at the end, and he's very theatrical in how he talks. The yeah. whole part with the midget, that's that's Joker right there. He let the guy survive. That's what Joker would do. He would blast someone in the face Although in one instance. He wouldn't have a rhyme or reason to who we let survive. He'd just be like, You can go. Because no, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's, what the thing that, that's the other thing, too, that Todd Phillips said. He's like, this is not the Joker. Right. Right. Yeah, this is a character right. study. It's just Joker. Because Joker, I've, I've seen like a ton of reviews where people are like, oh, Joker, Joker, like, you know, comparing yeah. it to like the Joker that we know. It's like, you can't do that. Like, the director right. but, literally said in a lot of interviews, like, don't do that. This is not that. Yeah. You know? And that, that one scene, by the way, though, right, when he bl- blows his head off and then he lets him go or he goes and opens the door for him because it's too tall. <laughs> that was great. Really <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it's a good buddy. Can but you, you-, you got to remember, like, he's not letting him go because he's just letting him go because he was nice to him. Like, that's in his head still. So oh, I think fair. that's fair. And right. And he's like, oh, that's going to be a really funny part of this joke that I'm building up for the last two hours. Yeah. yeah. Right. Is that this whole thing was a joke inside of his head. Yeah. Until he went rampage on. I, uh, the psychiatrist. Well, I thought what do you, what do you that think? part was real. Well, yeah, like, that's the thing is like there's no visual distinction between what's real and what's not, and I like that. Yeah. The only right. time we get it, it's so ham-fisted I can't stand it. Now, now in this With the movie, imaginary girlfriend thing. Yeah, yeah. but like no, no, when no. when that was happening, Casey, mm. we didn't know that was imaginary. Although, are you kidding, are you kidding Although, me? No, no, no. Like I so, kind of like, I kind of thought it was because in the beginning of the movie, when he's watching the show with his mom. Yeah. He has this completely delusional thing where, like, right. Robert De Niro's... And like, it's obvious that it's a fantasy. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. But, when, but like, it's like, right there, it tells us we can't believe anything we're watching. The only the unreliable thing narrator. that was obvious about... Like, if you were using common sense, you'd be like, there's no way she'd be okay with this. There's no way. But, like, yeah. it, it continues. It goes on. And there's mm-hmm. no, like... There's no differentiation in his no, acting or anything like that. Or in the shot and the lighting mm-hmm. and anything to let us know if this is real or not. And I love that. And the like, biggest clue oh, they gave us, though, is she knew his name. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So so in this movie, like, uh, we spent a lot of time with the slow burn before he comes to Joker. He's Arthur, right? Mm-hmm. So right. Wait, what do you guys think was the turning point in which he became the Joker? Was it the subway scene where he's sitting there, he's dressed up as a clown, and he sees this woman being, you know, like, just verbally assaulted by these, you know, a bunch of guys, you know, throwing fries at her, trying trying to get her back to their place and stuff like that. And then he turns on them with with a gun that he has from his fellow clown guy, and he shoots him. And then he's like, "Oh, I actually like that," you know. Mm. I was like, like, it was it was really gangster too, because not only did he shoot those guys, but the guy who was limping away, he was going after him with a gun. I was like, "Oh, right. damn!" Right. Like yeah. here he goes, and he shoots Ducking him dead. in and out of the car too. Yeah, like, yeah, and you know, he just runs away and stuff like that. Or like, or what do you guys think was the turning point where he became Joker? I I think in the bathroom right after that scene because in that scene he's just reacting he's just doing what he thinks he needs to do you know he's not trying to take these guys down with a purpose he wasn't thinking about it in the car like he was just reacting to it once he gets to that bathroom right after that scene because remember he's trying to escape he's like oh crap what did I do like he gathers all his stuff like he was probably just like getting that last guy just to just to get rid of a witness he starts dancing in the bathroom, doing all that stuff. That's when it comes out. That's when he realizes 
this felt good. That felt good. I mm-hmm. that was feel funny. like the answer is really more on the nose than the subtlety of that. It's when he Big puts on nose. the. It's when he puts on the. Yeah, <laughs> it's when he puts on the suit. That's, That's it. when you think. See, I think it's when he smothers his mom. That part fucked me up. He has. Right? Yeah. It's only that... when he puts on the suit that he's actually lost everything. Yeah, that's true. And also, when you notice when he puts the suit on, uh, he's like, he, his body's so straightened out. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. He has that confidence. He's like, yeah. Yeah. And like, he doesn't have that shoulder blade that's like completely jacked out, which I want to know if that's real or not. <laughs> like, is that a prosthetic? Is that like, what the fuck, man? He, he could, lost 50 pounds to do this movie. He could probably just bend his shit that way. Yeah, probably. I know, right? Um, but, um, I, I think it's still when his when he smothered his mom and like that's that's the ground right and that's yeah. when he's like okay like it's time to it's time to party yeah like <laughs> it's time to party it's time to party I think you know he got rid of what was kind of keeping him down for such a long time which is very strange but not yeah. even keeping him down just like lying to him and just turning him to what he is like, yeah it's just... I mean like and his mom was uh, throughout this movie like this guy he just has like. He it goes from bad. It just goes from bad to bad to bad to to worse. To he can't take anymore. And the mm-hmm. only person, the only constant in his life was his mother. Mm-hmm. And then he finds out his mother is not really his mom. And he's yep. just like, really, the yeah. one thing that I had in this world that kind of kept me together. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Is it's not real. And it's funny because. <laughs> I, I probably like well me and uh, my buddy Mike probably laughed a couple times in this movie where we probably shouldn't have and we were the only ones laughing in the movie. So yeah, so not so, really the feel good movie of the uh, of the fall or was it? Um, so so <laughs> so when that scene was happening, Jason, you know Ace Ace Ventura, where he in Ace Ventura two when when Ace is going into the into the bat's hut, there is a guard sitting out front of the bat's oh. hut, and it's, and, it, and it's a monkey. It's a mandra monkey, and he goes right. sleep. Yeah. Sleep. <laughs> so oh when he, the Joker is smothering his mother with a pillow, oh. all I hear is my buddy Mike go, sleep. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> no! oh, my God. No! And I lose it. I absolutely lose it in the movie theater. And he and I are the only ones laughing like goddamn psychopaths. He's just like, there was... <laughs> sleep. The no, moment I laughed. That. You can't do that. You can't the do that I with laughed... this movie. They're on high alert with this movie. <laughs> Where, yeah, I know, right? When nobody else was laughing, when I was laughing was when after he he bashed in the uh, the big guy's head, and then he like falls to the ground with the back against his wall. He just looks at the the little guy and he goes, "So I'm gonna be on the show." I forget what the name of the host was and everything yeah. like that, but he just says that that trick that <laughs> that tripped the wire, man. I lost it at that point because well, he's like, like oh, yeah, "I'm gonna be on it tonight." <laughs> yeah. So as a matter of fact, I'm gonna be on this show, and I was like, "Oh God." <laughs> <laughs> there were a couple parts where like it's like you're not supposed to laugh but it was fucking funny like there's another part where uh where the showrunner for i think his name is like like maury Mar- whatever his name oh, is murray murray, murray, murray. yeah, yeah oh, she, she's um, like she's like hey i'm the i'm mark the showrunner Marin. yeah mark Marin. yeah she's like hey i'm, I'm the showrunner oh. and uh we, we saw your your videotape from the comedy club mm. and we want to put you on the show and he's like what you want to put yeah he wants to have you on the show do you want to come does that work for you and he takes a long drag of his cigarette he's like yeah that works for me <laughs> 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 it's like Again, we were the only guys laughing. I was like, "Oh my god, dude, they're gonna get us. They're gonna, they're gonna be like, hey, you two back, hey, you guys back there.' I don't know why you're laughing in this very serious movie that's on high alert because the media made a gaffe out of it for for no reason. 
Yeah, um, nothing fucking happened. Like, at dude, all. I, I I found that hell. Okay, like, like just really want to touch on this narrative thing for really, really quickly. I find it odd how before this movie came out, before people even saw it in mass, like before it even showed at the Venice like uh, film festival, right? A couple hundred people saw it at the Venice film festival, right? It won like the highest award that it possibly could for an artsy fartsy movie, right? Yeah, they really it, jerked it, off this movie in Venice. <laughs> no, they they really did. Like, if if you're an artsy fartsy person, you go to Venice and like you show it at this thing. Cause you know how there's like the Sundance Film Festival, like Texas Film Festival, like, yeah. like uh, South by Southwest. You go to this festival, it's like renowned in the world. And if you show it there and you win there, you're like the greatest artsy fartsy person to ever show your artsy fartsy movie. So it won the highest award, the artsy fartsy award, and people were like, oh my god, crazy. And then started this outpour of like, this movie's dangerous. You can't go see this movie. Like. It, 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 <laughs> So I was like, what? Because like I worked in, in news and it was really weird how like there was all these alerts that just like sprung up and I'm like, what is this? And do you, and do you know what it was? I and like we didn't run with this story, but we thought it was odd because we're just like, why are all these outlets running with like this movie's dangerous? I'll tell you hundred percent what, what it is. Mm. It's an intern at DC marketing going, Hey, hey. In the back, in the back. That's probably exactly what it is. No. <laughs> this movie, really dangerous. Really hot That's crazy right enough to work. I got a buddy. <laughs> That's reason why crazy you enough to be Fortnite. true. Look, I, straight up, I have a friend of mine who's in like who's in the National Guard, and his com- like the commanders are like, yo, this movie's coming out. It is your duty as a soldier in plain clothes, like if something pops off in the theater, to take them down any means necessary. Like it actually wasn't a fucking order. Whoa. What? Like, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't why are you saying what, Casey? You're the same guy who yeah. said who's, this is who this is going to trigger. This that's should totally be a surprise. something an intern would do. Hey guys, yeah. Hey well, guys, well, I mean, I know that the, the, the U.S. Army actually issued like a statement to like uh, I think it was to ABC News, and they they brought they they read it out loud on the air, like you know how they issued a warning about this movie, you know that there could be something happening, and it was just so weird. Like no one's seen this movie yet. A couple hundred people at this film festival, no one's. But they're like like it has it has this this narrative of like uh, of this gunman. It's rewarding the, this behavior. It's doing <sighs> this, like, but they hadn't seen the movie yeah. yet. And then you know what else did then, the purge? Yeah, yeah. But you know what. <laughs> The is, you know what the difference with the purges, and this is why it, it fucking bothers me to no end. It's a comic book movie, and that's what they're afraid of. They're they're afraid that people in our culture are going to come out in mass and be like, "This represents me. I gotta go do stuff." And that's yeah. annoying. It's like it it, it, it annoys me no end because like our our own geek brethren still have this fucking stigma. Yeah, and I agree with our roots in China. This movie was going to trigger people. They don't have to see it first, then plan the attack. Exactly. But yeah. there were all, but the media was already saying how like there's going to be like everybody watch out, be crazy. U.S. Army's issuing a warning, yada, yeah. yada. and I was like, no one's seen this thing yet. This is so weird. It has like this hit piece on it. I'm yeah. like, damn, who did Todd Phillips piss off? <laughs> to where he was like, but yeah, the narrative was it's going to uh, it's going to fantasize this this lone shooter, this thing uh, about mental health and and young white males. They're going to be uh, like it's going to be a fantasy for them to carry out this thing. And I'm like, what? No, one, it's like that meme. No one, you no, no one, was? no one whatsoever. I'm gonna go do this. It's like what? No one's saying that. The, the, like, I know exactly who did this. It was Jack Nicholson because he doesn't want to drop <laughs> down to number three as being the best, uh, the third best Joker now, it was, right? It was Jared it's Leto. still Heath. Now it's. <laughs> I mean, but you you understand like where that came from? That like in the movie, like I don't. So despite them not seeing it and then war, like putting up these warnings, fact, yeah, I so, understand but, but that. To, but to run a narrative, yes, like that ahead of time it, without like, seeing it and knowing why. Um, but literally, it's a it's a person who said I killed them because they were assholes, and then everyone says, "Oh, they were rich assholes," so that justifies the killing. And then all these people glorify it for it, and then he gets all the fame and glory, mm. and none of we don't see the backlash. We see a horde of people yeah. that are worshiping him. And that's basically like where they leave it. But that's but where, again, but again, but were they? That comes back that you could 
you could doesn't matter next to doesn't matter Robin because Hood. in that moment you don't have and that that also comes down to because you you see it from his perspective that's what i'm saying you see yeah. it from his perspective and where he leaves it off right is this horde of people that are worshiping him we don't see any reality where where like this is a horrible thing that just yeah, happened. It's right. great, except for the fact that they kill Thomas Wayne and leave Bruce an orphan. But it's like, oh well, now he gets to be Batman. That's great. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, oh. and uh, and uh, D- D- Darth Vader in chat. Everyone tuning in on Twitch.tv is back in the monkey every Thursday at nine. Uh, anyway, we're going back to the reality. Yeah, the probably because of that guy who shot people during. Yeah, the the Aurora shooting in the movie theater. Now there's there's also um there's also something debunked for for that like they weren't going to play in aurora the whole thing with that is you know everyone had the story of the guy was inspired by the joker and he went to the dark knight uh theater and he shot it up but the prosecutor who prosecutor debunked that whole thing because the guy who was actually part of the case when the lawyer's prosecutor was like no he was not um he was not trying to be the joker he was not inspired by the joker he just went to a popular theater and and a popular uh uh, showing of a movie and and then he carried out the thing because uh, he was actually infatuated with with shooters and stuff like that. He's actually wanted to carry something like that out uh, for a long time, apparently. And the, but the prosecutor of the case was like, no, it was not because he loved the Joker. So we can throw that whole thing out. The yeah, window. that's fair. I don't think basically. I don't think the fact that it, it, this it, well that that was the Joker, or even the fact that people are complaining about this movie now, the fact that it is the Joker, that has nothing to do with yeah with what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. But this movie was great, I thought. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it took a long time to, to, to get to where it was going, but uh, the cinematography, oh, holy um, shit. The it was gorgeous. The cinematography alone, oh yeah. my God. But I think we all knew that, that was going to happen going into it. Like, I think we yeah. talked about it like a couple oh, of yeah. months Good. ago. Yeah, right? yeah. We're going to go into this movie, whether we like it or not, it's going to look It's going to be pretty as hell. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually, Serge, I'm with you that I actually really liked the pacing. I had no problem with how that movie moved. Yeah, I think yeah. for what it for what it does and the tricks it plays on you, um, I thought that was that was perfect. Yeah. Every scene in this movie had tension. Even yeah. the most simplest scenes of him talking to like his imaginary girlfriend yeah. still had tension. Like, um, who's from Atlanta? There was actually two uh, Atlanta. People oh yeah, 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 yeah. Paperboy yeah, played Vanessa and Paperboy, uh, Paperboy was in it too. I was like. Yeah. Paperboy. Love that show. <laughs> Officer yeah. Jefferson Davis himself. Paperboy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what did you guys think of the the supporting characters in here? We've got an Alfred. We've got uh, Thomas Wayne. I think it's weird that Alfred has a fucking beard. What? <laughs> yeah. That's what got you? A little, yeah. I think it's weird that Thomas Wayne looks incredibly older than Alfred. Yep. That weirded me out. Like, the casting mm. choices for... The Waynes and the extended Wayne family was very odd to me, except for Bruce, because they're just like nondescript white kid with dark hair, blue eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's him. But um, like Alfred was just like a little too young and like I don't know, a little too Papa Bearish looking for me. He was also, I felt like a little too animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was. It, like, I really liked that scene though, where, where Arthur went there and he was just like, "Hey, like I think." Thomas Wayne's my dad because my mom's talking about him all the time and I found this thing and you know I what's going on he's like oh it's you oh he's like yeah there was something between them like there was nothing <laughs> this yeah. is doing the magic child. at the gate yeah, yeah. when I was doing magic at Bruce when they first yes. showed um, when they first showed Thomas Wayne on the TV for a moment I thought he was Sean Bean 
And it's like, yep, he's definitely going to yeah, die. Yeah, that's what's yeah. <laughs> He's going to die. I mean, not the fact, not only because yeah. he's Thomas Wayne, because it's fucking Sean Bean. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what Alec Baldwin thinks now, because he turned down that, that part of uh, Thomas Wayne, because he was really? like, oh, I want to do that little role. I thought that was him. No, Alec Baldwin <laughs> was like, no, I'm not going to do it, because he, he didn't like the fact that, like, uh, I, I think at the time, there wasn't really, like, how much he was wow. going to be in the movie and stuff like yeah. that, and Alec Baldwin was like, no, I'm not doing that. I also, I also That's the know. second time he's turned down, like, a Batman movie, because like, I think after Val Kilmer, around Val Kilmer, he was going to be Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he was approached yeah, for. That's the too. second time he's turned it down. I, I feel First like time I would have really like if that. I see Alec Baldwin in a movie now, I just think Jack Donaghy. One hundred percent. That's who he is. Now. He's he's ruined for everyone. <laughs> Bruce, why are you wearing a suit at nine o'clock in the morning? What am I, armor? <laughs> <laughs> Too good. Oh man, but good yeah, God, Vale. <laughs> yeah, the supporting character, that, like his mom, the lady who played his mom, did a really yeah. good job. She was yes. in a House of uh, two seasons of House of Cards. Really? Um, yeah. Well, she's she's, um, she's pretty good. She's a reoccurring in uh, American Horror Story too. Yeah, she oh, no is. Way. She's, she's also the Conroy. crypt keeper, right? Shit! Stop! No. Stop. <laughs> Stop! No, Stop. you've got her confused with John Cassier. <laughs> Terrible. But but yeah, she did a really good job of like she was always like, oh, Thomas Wayne's gonna save us. He's yeah. such a good man, that Thomas Wayne, and he's just like, mom, what are you ki-? like? Why are you in fact with this Thomas Wayne guy? Yeah. And you find yes. out that she used to work at Wayne Corp, and they were involved. That was a, a good. Did she? That was a, a pretty decent twist to start. Yeah. Now, 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 do you think? Okay, my question is: Do you think they were actually involved, and do you no. think that Thomas Wayne is his no. dad? So, no. Like, I, I don't think that, but I also hate that because, mm. like, it's a little too on the nose where the Joker and Batman are literally now biologically <laughs> brother sides of the same coin. Yeah. 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 Like, it just it's a little <laughs> too much for me. Um, mm. I like to think that maybe like she was a well, I don't like to think this but this is what I think I think she was assaulted and Thomas Wayne stopped it and she got like just attached I have no this is all speculation they don't mention anything like this but like okay. I, I wonder how someone gets attached to someone like that he's and, like, rich and powerful you can't, you can't but, like, dude he's Mayor Bloomberg but like in such <laughs> close proximity as well and it's, but, it seems like everything kind of went downhill after whatever happened with Thomas or did not happen with Thomas happened. Yeah. So, but I, also I'm, I think the movie kind of also hints that she may have had issues. Mm-hmm. He took advantage of it. And then when she was pregnant, he paid to have that planted so that it looks like I that didn't happen. I don't, mm. I, don't th- I like, I, the idea is I think that the movie leaves it. There's enough hints that the movie leaves it up to interpretation that yeah. it could go either way. I don't think that we saw anything that definitively shut down. Right. I, I think it's a matter of that, how much you want to believe Thomas Wayne is a good guy. And I think that's also a big point. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So. No one's clean. Right. And, like, even, like, in the comics and stuff, Thomas Wayne isn't, like, 100% clean as, like, Bruce remembers him and stuff like that. Like, I think it was Batman R.I.P. or one of those stories by Grant Morrison. Wacky oh, he's stories. part of the Court of Owls. Yeah. And... So he's not, like, entirely yeah, a good guy. That was weird. Got... Yeah. But, like, <laughs> even so, I don't know. Like, in Thomas a, Wayne, in... the way he reacted to Arthur made me, especially in the bathroom at mm-hmm. the movie theater, made me think that that was in Arthur's head. That whole conversation. Really, I think no, that I, I think that there's two point of views mm. to that conversation, and we only saw one, and we saw mm. what Arthur perceives is happening, because mm. that's <laughs> the kind of thing he wishes he could do. Yeah, and he perceived him punching, like him getting punched in the face. Yeah, because he wants he wants to believe Thomas Wayne is a bad guy. 
Yeah. Right. True. No, I can see that. What, he yeah, also I mean, didn't. La- I don't think did, he didn't laugh during that entire thing, did he? No, he did. He, he did. did. Okay. He did. Yeah. 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 But yeah, he, like, he laughs in the middle of it, and Tom's was like, "Is this a joke to you?" And then he punches him. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're yeah. right. And that, so that also debunked. makes Thomas to seem like more of the villain, which he's already built Thomas Wayne up in his head. Right. Well, but that's the thing is is I don't think he wants Thomas to be the villain. Not at that point because he's like no. he's like you're my dad. And he's just like no, he's like, like I don't want anything fucking, from you. I want to. Like yeah, and he says, hug he said, me, bro. Yeah, he says oh, I want a hug. I don't want anything from but you this, because but, he's no, a billionaire. But, but Greg's right though. It's like he needs to pro- he needs to like project this type of thing. I don't want anything. I just want you to be the good guy. Yeah. And then when he's not the good guy, it makes him seem more like the bad guy. He needed any single thing right. there possible mm. to make him seem like a bad man, so it would justify everything he's about I, to do. It, like for me, like kind of like a, a real world scenario. Have you ever had a conversation with someone and you thought it went really fucking well? And then he just didn't. Like, Fuck you, yeah. Greg. No, every, every <laughs> conversation goes really well, always. Yeah, but no, like, that's cool. Because well, I only talk about full I metal. Just, I wasn't really <laughs> wanting to relive my greatest anxiety about human conversation. But go off. <laughs> but like, but that's what it kind of was. But like, dialed up to eleven. Yeah. Right. Is there was that's why I'm saying is like we're following Arthur this whole way, the most unreliable narrator that you could possibly get, and we saw something extreme happen that. Whether Thomas Wayne is a good person or not, would soli- like it's just just so definitively a villain, and like where a character is definitively a villain, and the Joker is portrayed as the hero, which we know to be the villain, there's a little some topsy turviness going on there. Yeah, hmm. but you know, for for me, a lot of like what I don't like about the movie, I can just say, oh, it's just Arthur being crazy, <laughs> and I can move on. Well, right. So you this is what, all, oh. what what really weird me out about this as well. Yeah, is the Joker is and I know this is going to be this is not your the, the kind of fight back on this is going to be this is not your usual Joker. This however, ain't your daddy's Joker. However, the Joker is supposed to be this criminal mastermind that the only reason he gets caught is because plans A, B, and C that he put in motion have been defeated. But he has a greater plan, right? Sure. At sure. no point in this movie do we think that he actually is in control at all. Yeah. So it's it's like the Joker that we're used to thrives on chaos. He wants cha- he basically wants crazy stuff to happen, but he intentionally pokes at the right uh, people to make those things happen. And we don't actually see that, which makes the fact that he's supposed to be this criminal mastermind completely just gone. There's no, re- like, there's no reason. We don't see that at all. Yeah. And that's, weird to me and part of that is that at the end right so at the end the thing that the city going into like all this crazy criminality the clown riots is actually a result of what the joker has done right so again it internalizes it focuses on the joker is the the point of this and then he actually so he actually caused the city to all the crime to happen in the city as opposed to the usual dynamic that we see with Batman, which is Batman and the Joker are both kind of two halves of a response that happened because Mm. of all the crime that erupted in the city. Mm -hmm. So it's a weird reverse dichotomy that we see in Gotham than what we're used to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it all boils down. And this is another filter I have on the movie. It's an Elseworlds tale. hundred percent. This is an alternate world where the Joker just happens or a Joker happens before Batman. It is actually the causality of Batman, of Batman whether it be direct or not. It's certainly mm. the scene of it. 
for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> I really like that too. Like, like it all came from him and yeah. uh, unintentionally too. Yeah. Like he was just doing his thing and he's like, wait, what? Look at all these people. Whoa. Yeah. And it, it, it's <laughs> really interesting because normally our first view into an alternate world is Superman. Usually. Yeah. Like yeah. He, I think that was even like infinite crisis was like, it all stems out of Superman or at least, yeah, they, at they least have that, that thing man. where like he gets hit by the anti-monitors tower and you'd see it like spread yeah. out of him. It's all the Superman in yeah. the line. And Greg, I think you're giving this movie way too much intention. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's all headcanon, right? But like that's kind of it fits into the DC comics, like in that kind of way. Especially now, like if and this is completely unrelated, but like if you're thinking about the Crisis on Infinite Earths television event that's going on now, right? It's just like this is just an alternate Earth. That, like that's how I can buy this so well and how I can like forgive some of the inconsistencies with normal continuity and maybe even fit it into the dceu and stuff like that like i know it's its own thing i know it exists out there it's a one shot that's what it is to me absolutely yeah because if it wasn't like the joker is so old and bruce wayne is so young like how would that even work them finding each other but uh yeah like like yeah uh, what i like about this movie is that there's so many instances where you can draw off like what was real or what wasn't like the whole scene where he went to the uh, the asylum and he got the records for his mother yeah now did mm-hmm. he really see i, I want to say that, that he saw all those and like those were real and that's how he got the the little photograph yeah, but, from like, I think it's selective, thomas wayne it's selective reading also mm, i think he's think reading so? what he wants to read in there yeah hmm he needs a reason why he is the way he is. Yeah. So he'll find any single reasoning behind it to, to justify, again, to justify why he is going to be the way he is. True. I like that. Now, there's a whole thing which, which I don't like. The whole thing towards the end of the movie, well, at the end of the movie, where he's talking to a psychiatrist in Arkham. He walks out with uh, bloody, you know, you bloody like steps. That? I and love that. No, 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 no. The, the, the whole say. thing is that, like, what I don't like, people saying, oh, so the whole thing just never happened. No. No, no, I don't no. And I'm like, no, it happened. Well, I honestly, yeah, I think it's I a flashback for him. Everything after he puts the suit on is imagined. Because hmm. where did he even get the suit, right? What? That, that makes no <laughs> sense. <laughs> Casey, that makes no fucking sense. Damn, dude, that's your problem with that's, the movie. That's, that's, where did that's he get the suit? Where? They don't. They explain everything in the movie, but they don't show where he got the fucking suit. That's why it's imagined. There's a lot the they don't explain it, in the movie. They don't explain how yeah. he got the job as a clown. They don't explain no, like all the things he's done. It, like, it really doesn't matter. All the all the reason you need to know that the riots happened is that we see the death of the Waynes, which actually, yeah. now that I think about it, is the only thing that we don't see from his perspective. Yeah. Yep. Because he's not oh, actually yeah. present. He's not right. actually present for that. Right. Yeah. So, oh, so wow. how, true. So how can he, how could the whole thing be made up if he didn't even see that himself? Right. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. I mean, I, mean yeah. I was kidding, but yes, that's yeah. that's why. No, no, no. no but no, there's there's, there's, a, there's a theory circling around that oh, the whole thing Wait. was made up. It's no. like no, that's dumb. That's like the, no. the whole movie would be so dumb if the whole thing was made up. No, like the, nothing. None of that happened. The only part that is concretely made up is him fantasizing about Murray at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Because we see it, yeah. and everything with his imaginary girlfriend again because we see it. Mm-hmm. so to infer that anything else is imaginary is actually i don't actually know if it works within the rules of the film mm. because we're really only shown to, like explicitly the things that are imaginary yeah but one might argue that that only solidifies the fact that he's an unreliable narrator if we don't Although have at the that same time the only things that we know are imaginary are things that are going really good for him 
when he thinks he's actually True. on the show and things are going well, when he has the imaginary girlfriend. Dude, I thought those are all Murray's positive things. I thought when Murray's assistant called, for sure he was imagining that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I that yeah, too. I, yeah. I'm, I'm on board with <laughs> and that. It's like, yeah. oh, it's not. That there's something. There's good. a photo my cousin sent me that I found really interesting. That was cool. I'm sure you got. I don't know if you guys seen it, but um, so remember when he's sitting at, he's basically standing at the corner, a taxi cab goes by, and there's someone like in the car wearing the Joker mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Someone said that that's the same girl that was on the train that was being assaulted by those dudes. Because it had like this, it had, she had the same hair, same eyes, almost like behind. I mean, you can't see her face honestly, but it's like, right. is again. Let's say if that is true. Let's say if that actually is the same girl. Something he imagines, or did it actually happen? Like in his head, that's a positive thing. Ooh, I I inspired this lady to do what I want her to do and be this. You know, like yeah, it's a good theory. Yeah, the the I really would like to think that the scene and Chris brought it up earlier where. Um, he was like on the car posing and everyone was worshiping him. I'd really like to think that wasn't reality mainly because I would love to see the Joker doing all of that when there's just chaos all around. him. Yes. And he's just cucumber dancing, posing for the cameras and dancing. See that if, if they showed that, then I feel like if they showed more of that, then I think that would negate the fact that they literally have a scene where he said, I killed someone and it was great and it didn't affect me at all. Yeah. Yeah. Like, seeing the flip side of that yeah. would have been like okay let's that makes you feel better even, about you even know, for living. just like a moment where like someone yeah. like the camera goes like pans behind someone and it shows what you what's going on and pans mm-hmm. behind someone else and it goes back to like the fantasy scene yeah because what we see here is basically violence for violence sake as opposed to again a lot of what i think we see with the the traditional joker is that he may do things in a crazy way, but it's a little bit more intentional, right? Like yeah. there's a re- there's a, there's a reason that he's going after the, the like he's going after for a crazy reason, but it's I'm doing this on purpose, right? And that the violence is just a byproduct of the greater what happens. Right. The Gotham City for- Police Department just doesn't understand. There's nuance to my work. <laughs> nuance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it was even in, I think it was in the cartoon when Harley has. Batman dead to rights, gun oh, yeah. to head, and Joker just lets him go. Yeah. And he's just like, it's yeah. not funny. She's you like, have to explain what? the joke. If you yeah. have to explain the joke, it's not funny. Because <laughs> the piranhas are upside down, so it looks like they're smiling. They're he's smiling. Just like, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah he oh, has, man. Speaking of, uh, speaking of smiling, let's talk about the, the end of the movie where Arthur becomes full-on Joker, yep. and he gets to go on the show. He's been watching this entire time. His surrogate father... Murray. Mm-hmm. All right. He tries to go to the comedy club. Doesn't go for him very well. He does his, his, uh, his, his laugh. I love that he has two laughs. He has a Joker laugh where he's, he's kind of in control of, and there's the one that actually hurts him. Yeah. That's a part of his condition where you find out that when he was a child, he was abused by the man his father, I mean, uh, his mother let into their life. Yep. And that's why he kind of has his condition. But he goes to the show. He He's sitting there behind the scenes putting on his makeup, and he's just like rehearsing that he's going to off himself because... <laughs> He's depressed and he has, uh, you know, he's not well. And he's been writing in the in this book that I hope that in death 
you know, I hope, he said, I hope that my death makes more sense in my life or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he writes this whole thing amongst his jokes. In between cents his jokes. and pennies. Exactly. Yeah. It's, and, it's, and it's crazy. So he's, he's practicing killing himself and he's just like, uh, I don't know. That scene was so, so freaking shocking too. Dude, it was. When it was, he pulled the, the gun way, out. Oh my God. Yeah. And the way he was shot was was uh, it was so good. He's doing his makeup. Oh man! And then uh, and then Murray comes in with with his showrunner, um, and he's just like, "Hey, like, how are you doing? You nervous? Well, it's fine. We're all here for the show. But what's what's with the clown makeup?" And he's like, "Oh, it's it's my thing. I thought it'd be good for the show." And he's like, "Oh, okay." And the other guy's just like the showrunner guy's like, "I don't know if this is gonna work, man. I don't think this guy's like down." He's like, "No, no, no. no. He's good. he's fine. We, yeah. we got this. He's fine. You're fine, right, cool. uh, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, fine. that's Mark yeah, it's fine. No, the makeup the makeup the makeup's fine. Everything. He's like, "Hey, what do you call me out? Do you think you can call me the Joker?" He's just like, sure. <laughs> He's like, okay. And then we have uh, him coming out, sitting on the couch, and the whole thing just went from there. What do you guys think about I, that? I scene? know Greg and I were probably thinking the same thing. It's very reminiscent of that scene in Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Where he's on the talk show before he gasses the entire audience. Yeah. And what happens? Like, does he? Uh, and that's kind of what they did here, right? Like, yeah. what happens in that version? Oh, he kills everyone in the th- yeah. in the in the audience. Yeah. Does he do it himself with like a Tommy gun or no with gas? Gas. Oh, with gas. the Joker yeah, gas. He does it with Joker oh. gas. Yeah. Um, Damn. And that's great. I mean, I wasn't expecting something on that scale here because, no. yeah. um, and I didn't mention this before, but I wanted to. Uh, you know, m- one of the more disappointing things about this Joker is that you don't really get the impression that he's very intelligent. Yep. Um, yeah. That's what like yeah. He's, he's, I'm with you, man. He's at least yeah. reasonably crafty. If you could believe that he sneaks into that movie premiere. Um, you know, in yeah. the way that he does, and he dresses. It's, it's very like Looney Tunes. He dresses yeah. up as like a bellboy, like as an usher, and it works for what this movie is. But like, I don't really get the sense that he is in any way a criminal mastermind. Like, he kind of he's kind of lucky that his the fact that he arbitrarily murdered three businessmen ended up, you know, turning all of Gotham into a fucking class war. Yeah, but um, By but yeah, it's just. It's it's a little disappointing because it's like oh it's the Joker but it's you know well it's, it's not just, the Joker it is the, yes it is title, Greg, the title of the movie Joker. is not the Joker it's just it like is the it's time, Joker you it, you're the one who just said it's in Elseworlds yeah right so it is the Joker of this Elseworlds no matter how you slice it well here's the thing here's the thing see I think of also like his whole life he's been put down he's always been like yeah. not the free guy he wants to be and he has there's a, a line from injury. Fight Club. There's a line from Fight Club that I love that he says, um, only when we fear nothing is when we're free to do anything. He is no longer afraid of anything anymore. He's yeah. no longer being put down. His posture changed. He's standing up. He's dancing. That criminal mastermind may have been locked in him this entire time. But now that he's free and able to do everything he literally wants to do, yeah. he is that criminal mastermind for all we know. I don't know about yeah. that. He's still I, murdered. I don't, I, mean, I don't see any indicators of him actually. Again, I like even once this alleged criminal mastermind is unlocked, he, what does he do to that extent? He sneaks a gun into a talk show and shoots the host. That's nothing remarkable. That's not for me. That's not the awakening of like. That's not. I mean, that's the first thing he does as the Joker, but that's not the awakening of the Joker for me. For right. me, it's that last scene that we see. Yeah. Because he's able to think about, you gotta also think about this way. He's able to one, get in that room without any other orderlies there, no guards or nothing. He's just him and that therapist. He's able to kill. Wait, the therapist. how is that difficult? I'm pretty sure the therapist. It's it's scheduled therapy. The she probably put him in there. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like what I'm, I'm saying there is, there should yeah. be orderlies in yeah. that room with him. Exactly. Okay. So someone, that means he was able. That shot what three people. 
two people point blank least, like that. Yeah, they're just gonna let him alone, leave him alone. Well, he doesn't get to bring his gun. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they took like, that away way before. <laughs> but the thing is, though, if you're willing, to, you think I remember is like if you're willing to kill someone, it doesn't matter what you have in your hand. Yeah. Like your own hand is a weapon at that point. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he's basically, and of course, we're these all, bad boys are rich. And the thing is, like, right now, we're like we're like theorizing, of course, but like he was able to make himself seem safe enough where he can be in that room with her with no other orderlies around, no yeah. one around. He was able to kill her and walk out of that room. Before anyone even noticed she was dead. Mm. That's thing you got to think of. That takes a lot. I don't care what mm. type of mental illness you have. If you're able to pull that off. It's also Arkham Asylum, so it's wildly underfunded. Yeah. This is true. But <laughs> the fact that it even still exists is... But still, if you're yeah. able to pull that stuff off, that says a lot about what this character may be able to do later on. Yeah. I yeah, I, I agree with, with Dark Vedic and Chad. It's him becoming a villain, not a criminal mastermind. You know, yeah. because this is elsewhere yeah. things. It's not him be- becoming the guy that we know, yeah. but he's becoming a certain version, like a real life version. Yes, I, I don't know. know. Like, just... This could happen to a dude, and and him shooting the host in the head is like, I mean, you say unremarkable, but you know, in that moment, it was pretty remarkable because we don't know if he was going to still kill himself, like he was rehearsing twice, one at home, one behind the scenes in the studio, or if he was going to shoot Murray because Here's... he was just like, because okay. you know, the way he was, he was talking about how he's like, he's like, what's the deal with 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 the, with the guys in the subway? Like, there were there were not good guys. You guys are hung up on it because all the media was spinning was that, you know, there are these three young boys. Even like Murray himself said, oh, you murdered these three young boys. Like, you know, what's the matter with you? And, you know, he's like, oh, well, you're mean, too. Oh, yeah. How am I mean? You show my video and you want to make fun of me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, oh, my yeah. God, this is so tense. And he shoots him in the head. Uh, but by the way, little kids are probably like eight years old in my theater, by the way watching this happen and the way that they shot it too was so visceral yep. like yeah. just like the pop and the squibs happening and and his head being like flung back i was like oh kids movie by the way let me and let me, <laughs> like i i thought it was very well shot and very well let me um, let me put it to you another pace okay mm. uh if i'm watching a joker movie and i can predict mm. the plot from beginning to end mm. there's a problem because the Joker you mean, is you mean not the, a mean the character. Pot of like, what? You mean the plot of like the guy's eventually going to become the Joker? No, I mean, not, not, really no not like... that. But I mean, like, as soon as a plot thing was introduced, I I knew exactly what the end all be all was going to be. Your, Talk about uh, it. What plot thing? Your father's Thomas Wayne. Oh, she's uh, she's also delusional. Yeah. Then Alfred's like, oh, uh, she, you're adopted. And it's like, his mother's going to lie to him about him being adopted. And it's going to be true. Sure. It was just everything, beat for beat in this movie. Uh, just from him inciting the riots to him killing the talk show host. Like there was nothing in this movie that ultimately caught me by surprise that I didn't immediately see to the end of it because I've seen this. I've essentially seen this movie twice by watching taxi driver and King of comedy. Yeah. It, you know, yeah. and it's a shame because you know, not that you have to get experimental with everything, but relative to other DC movies, this is kind of an experiment. And I feel like you should be able to go, you should be able to go and do more with it's, it. It's it's also important to note that this is the better of the DC movies to come out in recent years. Yes. Well, you know why? <laughs> why? Because they're mostly bad. Zack Snyder was nowhere to be found. <laughs> no, but 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 yes. So accurate. So, Suck it, Zack. Listen, the Joker, when written when written correctly, whether he's whether he's new or not to to being insane or a criminal or whatever you shouldn't be able to predict what he does there should be an element that as a reader as an audience person that he should be able to surprise you in some way yeah and like i think that 
But again, this is not the Joker. You're still ascribing that this is the same Joker. It is that you the know. Joker. It's it's right, a movie but, about the Joker. So he, but was like, said, it was said in chat. This is a proto Joker. Joker. Like this no, is not the same Joker the we Joker. know. Joker. Even if he's early. No, in his like career, that, that, that's there. that's the in, problem. Like you're you're still putting him to the same Joker, even though the director said this is not that. He's like, I'm doing my own thing. So here, here's what I think really happened with this movie. I think Todd Phillips was going to make this movie, and DC was like, Hey, we'll give you a boatload of money if you just make this Joker. And he went. Okay. It doesn't change my movie at all. Okay. <laughs> hasn't hasn't there been an interview with him that says you you wouldn't be able to make a movie like this in the current cinematic climate? I don't know. No, he was he was talking about, about comedy. He was wasn't talking about like this movie in general. Okay. Because like, you're saying he was he was moving away. Oh, from he was talking about the because, Hangover, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. talking about like uh, moving away from comedies and doing this movie because of the climate we live in, where you can't really do comedies because everybody gets offended. I thought the like idea that. was you can't really do a traditional movie and have it sell without it being somehow linked to, like, a franchise. I thought that's what he was talking about. But nah. I mean, he's had multiple interviews, so you probably said that maybe. Too, I, but, yeah. I, I don't want to yeah. misquote him or misconstrue something, but like, I I could very much see this film as having been made screen wrote all that and then it was just adapted into yeah. an origin right because like Cloverfield. what was that Cloverfield? Yeah. I mean, this very easily I, like if this wasn't let's say it wasn't joker just some random thing it would not have done this well yeah that's true the, that's the temperament true. of the yeah, movie true. the temperament of the movie is not in you were right like you're right it absolutely is like a very artsy take on it um it's not something that's going to attract a mass audience right right yeah i think it's very interesting yeah. that there hasn't been a 100% faithful, like, live-action Joker at all. Like, there are elements from the Joker that are in each and every one of the live-action portrayals. Mm -hmm. No matter how bad that portrayal was, there are elements. But no one is straight up. Like, no one can take down Mark Hamill Joker. Right. Period. Yeah. yeah. And technically, mm -hmm. he is a cinematic Joker because of Mask of the Phantasm, but he will never be live-action. <laughs> right. Unless... They decided to do some real crazy shit in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Dude, uh, which I don't even know. We, I, I mean, we haven't had a show since this happened. Uh, Michael Rose's mom officially not on for Crisis. Yeah, and and, that, and and that was really sad yeah. because like when they came to him, they didn't offer him Dude, anything that he can. Go yeah, with. that. And I was like, you guys are so. That dumb. offer was absolute bullshit. They were just like, yeah, it was just nothing. Like he, so he was like, so what am I doing? Yeah. Like how much? Am I, like there was nothing. They're like, we want you to do it. And so he, watch he all was visiting a relative. At, I think it's his uncle or his father or something at like an elderly home, and he gets the call right. And they go, he goes, they go, we want you to be Lex again for a crisis. And he goes, it's pretty much like cool. When does it shoot? We don't know. What's the script? We don't have it yet. Huh. How much I get? Am I getting paid? Peanuts. And we need an answer now. And he goes, cool. No. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, Wait, what? But we're the CW. Yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> we made oh, you. He's going to make an appearance in Nancy Drew as oh Lex Luthor. Just to That'd be amazing. <laughs> he shows up. He goes, I'm late. <laughs> and then leaves <laughs> and, and leaves. collects his paycheck. The exact yeah. same paycheck no, he would have gotten. What, the what they're actually going to do now is they're just going to get live action Clancy Brown as Lex Luthor. That'd be oh. amazing. And everybody's going to lose it. That'd be absolutely amazing. But uh, speaking of other actors, what I would also tell people is that like, I wouldn't compare this to Heath Ledger's Joker, which everyone has been asking, like, hey, so how does this like stack up to him? This is a completely different yeah. thing. I think he's a more so, interesting like human being than, mm. than Ledger's Joker. Yeah. 
But the story because Ledger's Joker wasn't a human right. being. Though. He's already he's literally an agent of chaos. Right. I think this comes down. It's absolutely a character study. The story yes. itself is not super remarkable, but seeing what Joaquin does with the character is pretty crazy. Yeah. It actually, you, it reminded me of um of Bohemian Rhapsody, where the movie literally focuses on Freddie Mercury and uh, like what they do with that character. I think was great. He absolutely did great. But as far as the actual story that revolved around it. I mean, there was some interesting turns, but it wasn't like anything mind blowing. Right. Yeah. Well, there shouldn't have yeah. been. That was a that was a historical piece, kind of. Well, and, I mean, they, they, yeah. they took a, <laughs> yeah. a lot of liberties with that too. I mean, uh, I, just, I can go on like about how much I didn't like thing. that movie, but that's beside the point. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, um, uh, overall thoughts, on the movie gentlemen, and would you guys uh, recommend someone see this matinee full price? Wait till it comes out. Uh, I would say, unless you're absolutely. Like you want to see like acting at its finest from Joaquin Phoenix, go see this movie. If you're interested in a plot of this movie, I would honestly watch King of Comedy. I watched out of all the, I watched three movies this past week. Mm-hmm. Out of all of them, that one blew me away the most with just how great it was from end to end. Mm. I I adore that movie. Yeah. I like I if you haven't seen it and and maybe you have seen Joker and. I would check it out. Just, I was blown away. It's like it's scary that that another movie that inspired this film that everybody's talking about that didn't even make thirty million dollars when it came out in nineteen eighty three, has completely blown but, me away. And this movie made over five hundred million. I know it's yeah. it's outrageous. Like it, it's crushing records. It's nuts. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, um, so if you want to be in the discourse about this movie though, because everybody's fucking talking about it, like you'll have no choice. Yeah. Like I I would say <laughs> that's it. Is, it. It's at least worth a matinee. I enjoyed it. Would I see it again in theaters? No. Would I own it? No. Would I watch it on a rainy day while taking a nap? Probably. Like, I don't even know about that. I wouldn't <laughs> want to go to take a nap depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Damn, this this movie affected Casey way more than I, I this is It really did. The whole thing is depressing. I already don't like sad movies. There's, I, Like I already said, there's... There's, there's, has a there's two <laughs> movies. Yeah, it's got a clown in it, dude. So it's Devil's Rejects. Okay, give me a fucking break. <laughs> R.I.P. Sid Haig. But um, <laughs> listen, <laughs> there are two better movies that this movie is based on that you can watch instead. <laughs> Just do that. That's it. I mean, unless you're yeah, you really hate this movie. You're like, this movie sucks. There are better Just, movies that it's referencing. Go see those movies. It, bro, screw uh, this movie. Look, if you haven't seen them, you don't know what I'm saying. But if you have, then I have seen them. You've seen both of those films, and you don't agree with me. Yes, I have. But no, like, well, what I'm saying is, I've seen both of those movies, and I've seen this movie, and I can like this movie for what it is. Calling back to other movies that it's referencing, saying like, go go watch those instead. I th- I think it's ridiculous. So, it's like I said. So it's like similar. I said. It's like I said earlier. Like, Kill Bill is a good movie in its own, but it's no Seven Samurai. But I'm not going to say Bill that. Kill Bill is nothing like dumb. Seven Samurai. It is like Seven Samurai. No, it's he literally. Oh, okay. Okay. There aren't seven main characters like that. It's it's. He literally referenced like Tarantino like, referenced like a hundred different Asian movies, and Seven Summer is one of them for Kill Bill. Right, but, but I'm not gonna. But, but I'm not gonna say don't watch Kill Bill. Go watch Seven Summer. No. That's much better. No, you're gonna say go watch that's, Game that's, that's of that's Death. Yeah, well, yeah, that too. And Everybody should watch, watch Hunger Game Games. So we'll, we'll, we'll watch Battle Royale because that one's much better. Well, no, Hunger Games is just a different thing. That's all. Like, Joker's a different thing. It's, it's referencing movies, but yeah, like, so every movie that references something, yeah, go watch that movie. It's not like that. It's, it's that it's it's so. That's what you're saying. It, it might as well be a remake of either of these movies. That's what I'm saying. It's that. I will. I, uh, I disagree with that completely. 
I don't know. Man. I completely disagree with that. Go on, Dave. So calling it as a remake is a complete disservice to this movie. Um, now, is it worth full price? Not many art house movies are. Um, I, I'm That's just fair. I'm just speaking. Not mm-hmm. many art movie, art house movies are. This is definitely a good matinee movie to ha- to see. I would definitely own it because I do own Taxi Driver. I do own Falling Down. Those are fine movies to watch when you just want to like see something cool. I hope this movie does do the same thing as Falling Down does, where it becomes like a study for like psychiatric work. Um, I know a few friends who went into social work who actually said we watch. We had a couple classes where we watched Falling Down because wow. we actually have to study. Because they have to study like the effects of a person just breaking down over time and what those triggers look like, what those twitches look like, everything like that. So this is probably going to be, and I hope, one of those. Um, if you're going in there expecting a DC, uh, a DC movie or a Marvel movie, you'll be disappointed. That's not what this well, is. Well, hold on. If, if A lot of people were. No, a lot of people were. Yeah, because I know not, a lot. I'm not, not going to argue yeah, that. Like, even in my theater, too, they're just like, that's not what, I, what the I'm hell? Not gonna, I'm not arguing that point. I'm going to argue if you went in expecting a DC movie, you're probably pleasantly surprised because it wasn't absolutely. <laughs> uh, I, will, I, will res- I will refute that because I know a lot of people hmm. who say like, oh, the DC movies are great. They're fucking up like Marvel movies. Uh, it's like, uh, what are you watching? Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm going to say as someone who's like moniker is directly taken from DC comics, they're all butt. Absolutely every single one of those movies. <laughs> they're all butt. butt. They're all butt. Look, there's – if you like if you like cinema – yeah, and you want some? You can watch this movie, and um, and if you're like kind of on the fence about it, just know that the next project that Todd Phillips is doing is an untitled Hulk Hogan biopic. Thank yeah. you, Undeep. Okay, Brother. thank you, IMDb. I'm down with that. Yeah. Um, with all the colors that Hulk Hogan has worn over the years, I'm very excited yeah. to see Todd Phillips bring that to light <laughs> on the big screen. <laughs> yeah, do you ever want to give their overall like if you would do uh, tell someone full price matinee rental? Jason rental if that if you're um i would do the matinee for it specifically because i would well actually i was trying to smuggle in a uh person a slide a slide uh. whistle <laughs> uh, into this movie um yeah but i wasn't sure like how, how a how many people were in the matinee you know if i saw it on like the thursday evening like i definitely would have brought the slide whistle because it's appropriate but also i like to bring a slide whistle to just any drama <laughs> uh, schindler's so. list Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, I, I thought it was a, it was a well-paced movie. It was uh, like people were saying, oh, it's so majestic and stuff. It was it was, it was great. Not the greatest yeah. movie of all yeah. time. Um, I, I thought it was a great character, character study. Yeah. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix blew out of the water. Yeah. I mean, he gets there's into no, his roles. There's no doubt that, That's it. what he's known for. Yeah. Absolutely known for. And he was great at it. Um, obviously, it wasn't the Joker that we all know and love, which which is kind of sad because uh, that'd have been cool to see it go. I definitely want to see a part two because it leaves off with like this could turn into a Batman movie. I, I don't. I mean, it's I not just, going I just to, but... to exist out there, and that's it. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'd want to see a sequel to this because yeah. it's not really necessary. Yeah, it's. I, I want to see a sequel if they just get into like this because like there was this thing was a slow burn. They already got into the end stuff, so now second movie picks off like like where he's getting out of Arkham for whatever reason. Like it picks off. It's kind of like 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 Arkham is telling the like the video game. But I don't know, directed by Todd Phillips. I don't know. It could be it could be cool to see like like a serious tone movie like this. But Joker like, meets Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Joker Hogan, yeah, brother, <laughs> brother. But uh, yeah, I think I think a matinee is definitely definitely warranted. Yeah. But uh, yep. Yeah, uh, speaking of warranted, uh, that's all the time we hey. got here today on issue number two hundred one. Yeah, the Funky Podcast. Today we had Booster Greg. Oh, I don't have an outro. 
<laughs> That's the other thing. We didn't true. prepare clips. I'm yeah, not. Yeah, we had Dave the Beard Menace. I can't cast that here. Dot Chris. This is way better than Booster Greg's outro. <laughs> oh. By like 1%. <laughs> yeah, Jay's Mac. He's just dancing. He's just dancing. All right, for you audio listeners, go. he's dancing. I'm going to dance. <laughs> Put your shirt, shirt back on, t- please. Yeah, all oh, those nips. They're so <laughs> pink. Uh, we had a TV's <laughs> so Casey. TV's Casey, the clown prince of podcasting. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And that was just your host, CBI, Kitty Funky, Sergio. Thank you guys for listening on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Play, on everywhere you can listen to a podcast, and tuning in each and every week on twitch.tv slash Funky. Thank you, everyone, who has been tuning in live and watching the show, who's been active in chat. Thank you very much. And also, you guys, if you didn't know, you can hook up your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account and help support us and keep this thing going, because it's uh, pricey running this goddamn thing. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you later, or we'll see you another time. We love you, Gotham. Good night! <laughs>